It's now time for Me and My Roku with your host, Peter Clay. Who's your guy? Peter. So we have a voicemail now from Peter. Not everybody sounds like Peter Clay. Peter was like my brother. This is my brother, Peter. Pete, you are not. (laughs) Peter Clay is here today. Holy crap, it's Peter. Oh, I love Peter. Peter was a sweet guy. Good luck tonight, Peter. Your host, Peter Clay. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to another scintillating, exciting, and amazing edition of Me and My Roku. I am your host, Peter Clay. Welcome aboard. This is the podcast where I stroll in every now and then and discuss what I do in my streaming universe. I discuss how I use things, what I watch, what I do, not to just tell you what to do, just show you what I do in hopes that that inspires something and excite something in you, in your streaming universe. That's all. It's it's a sharing and caring, loving type of thing. I don't know how much love is involved, but it's, you know, take it out as you wish. If you if you feel the love, then it's love. It's okay. If <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants, it's all good. So I come by and just say hello. Hey, how's it going? And I share, and I live to give. It's all good stuff there. So plenty of things to get to today. We have the little misses again, just for a little bit. Uh, to discuss some things, we have um, a major, uh, major, major streaming giant. Hmm, things going on. And uh, news notes and stuff. And um, we'll discuss uh, some things that I don't normally discuss about. And just to clear the air and just to be as transparent of things. So, how about all that stuff, huh? So, we got some things to get to here. So, let's get started. Okay, Netflix. Well, (laughs) as we all know, as I've said on this program many, 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 many times, that uh, Netflix is fine. It's a good product. I've been successfully been able to live without it, though, too. You know, I don't go into convulsions if I don't have it along those lines. I've been able to cancel it and bring it back. And it was very nice when I picked up a device, a Chromecast with Google TV, that it came with six months. And then after that six months of Netflix, after that expired, after about two months, they offered me another six months, for which I gladly said, sure. But now that's coming to an end and all that stuff. And now I'm on the fence. It's okay. It's great. It's just the only problem with it is it's not the fifth biggest company in the whole wide world. It's just not. And investors just go goo goo gaga and out of their minds over this as a stock, as a business. And it's just not. There's no there there. It's bits and bytes and that's all it is. And they have to spend money in order to make money to get this content along those lines. Even when they added added originals and all that stuff, that just made the cost go up more. So like I said, it's a fine service. But can you really differentiate Netflix from Hulu, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Peacock even, Apple TV Plus? A little bit still. It's getting there though. But just remember Apple TV Plus, this is the worst it's probably ever going to be. And it's way better than it was a year ago. It was Ted Lasso and that was it a year ago. Now it's Ted Lasso and Coda and uh, Severance or whatever that was. And Tom Hanks and Peanuts. You want... So anyway, (laughs) 
Netflix loses 200,000 subscribers in Q1 2022, expects to lose 2 million in the next quarter. I don't know about that. That just seems like a clip like headline there. But um, they may be steadily declining in subscribers and all that stuff. And in one regard, that's fine. They're not going to go to zero. <laughs> okay. And they're still going to have new stuff. And it'll ebb and flow and people will come and go and you know so that's just the way it is another clickbait thing that's going on uh, the ceo in the conference call for the quarter said that they were open to this idea and everyone's running to the headlines saying that netflix will be adding an ad supported option in a year or two and all he said was in a year or two that is an option they will explore more thoroughly and then they have that doesn't mean they're going to. That doesn't mean you have to get it if they do. It doesn't mean that's going to save them either. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, also, Netflix is signaling that they are going to crack down on the password sharing. Uh, so far, according to a report, 45% uh, of users share accounts. We don't because we're on a free account. I don't think we can use it more than once anyway. So if the little missus is watching... Oh, she was, what was it, The Good Witch? I mean, she went through all seven seasons. Of course, we had COVID at the time, too. But uh, I, in like four days. But uh, so, yeah, she, while she's watching that, I couldn't watch Monty Python downstairs. But, hey, that's okay. Uh, so, it all depends on your plan on that as it is. So, maybe they'll get more stringent with that as well, too. And I have not seen anything. I'm still questioning the moral compass of people to think that, oh, my God, Netflix might actually do this. What am I going to do? I don't know. Maybe go through your couches and coins and come up with $15 a month. <laughs> or do what I do. Find, scrape up something for a gift card you know, and use that. But that's okay. So N Netflix will be fine. The stock will just go down to a level of where it probably should be as a mid-tier tech company. <laughs> And that's fine. But but to think that it's this behemoth that's worth more than Disney and all these other and some of these other companies combined is just ridiculous. And hopefully that just kind of levels the playing field just a little bit. Because the level is even when it comes to these services. They're all fine. They'll all do something to rot your brain. It's okay. Now, one thing that Netflix is doing, they added gaming about a year ago, first on Android and now on iOS as well. And they are launching Exploding Kittens. And it's different than the original game that you can get on Android and iOS because it's going to be in line with a new Exploding Kittens animated show that they'll have next year. <laughs> it's a year away yet. So they're going to have this game that's different than another game, but it's similar. And yet it'll lead, it'll tie in to a show that's coming out next year. That's obviously not a life-changing thing like going from direct to mail to streaming. But hey, it's another option that's out there. And maybe, maybe better revenue sources, maybe, than ad-supported. Who knows? I don't know. Some people like it. Fox seems to like it. Uh... Paramount seems to like it, the ad revenue streams. So I was con I was poo-pooing the idea of the Exploding Kittens until I went to my iPhone and looked at it and said, I have to pay $1.99 for an app that still then has in-app purchases? Like, you're kidding me. So I may check it out. Just to check it out. I don't know. 
I don't want to pay a dollar ninety nine for something just to check something out, and then still have to like buy more kittens to explode. I don't. Anyway, breathe, find your center. It's okay. Netflix is going to be fine. If you like it, keep it. If you know you're worried about password sharing and all that stuff, maybe tell your friends not to leech off of you anymore. Maybe change your password. That'll teach them. <laughs> It'll all be fine for Netflix and all of us here on Me and My Roku. question here from Robert and it's a good question. I like this question. Please feel free to send me your questions at me and my Roku podcast at gmail.com. Robert asks, am deciding between Paramount plus essentials and the premium plan. The essential pl- essentials plan says that there are limited commercials. I have quotation marks there. So how limited is Limited, again, quotation marks there. In other words, how many interruptions for commercials are there during a streaming TV show? And are there commercials during movies? I know premium is commercial-free and includes live CBS broadcast TV. We do not need CBS broadcast as we have an antenna. I don't mind commercials during shows, but would like to know. Okay. Let me put this to you very delicately. Okay, when you're looking at different places, I think there's a difference of $3 here. Okay, if money's tight here, we should be really not thinking about either of these things, okay? Because they're not free. If it's free with ads, like Pluto TV or something, go with that. But if you're looking at um, a budget here of something that you're going to be paying for something, why would you want to pay for ads? Seriously. Okay, I know this is me and my Roku, and we do things a little different here. We've had an epiphany here in the household here, and this is if there's a choice without ads, seriously, go with that at least first. And if you feel that you can't afford the 10 bucks, but you can afford six or seven, <laughs> then then you can go back to that. And then I, I have a feeling you'll, uh, you know, because I think you'll just be complacent and think that the ads are fine and okay. And yeah, you need bathroom breaks and all that good stuff. But uh, to me, this is, and this is why it's me and my Roku. When it's Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, Hulu, you have the choice between paying for ads <laughs> are paying for not having ads. Is there a disconnect here? Am I, am I speaking Chinese here? Am I missing something here? If you're going to pay, I mean, I guess, I guess we're used to cable TV for years and all that stuff. We paid for commercial television and they got away with it for years. They double dipped because they were getting the carriage fee and the advertising fee. And they were like, oh, oh, look at us. And we all just said, yeah, here you go. Here's more money. And so now we're back in control here. And now you want to pay for ads. So, Robert, it's a very good question. I'm not trying to befuddle you or if you have a decision or a budget or anything along those lines. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be calm here. <laughs> but I'm finding my center here. Um, the other thing that kind of worries me here a little bit here is, is like, well, we, you don't need the CBS broadcast because you have an antenna. I wouldn't rely on the antenna unless in, I'm not knocking over the air uh that's just another brilliant idea out there that there's another 30, 40 channels just over the air for you right there on a separate part of your television. That's fine. You might not need it, but it's, it, you, trust me, you're going to 
you're going to like that as well, too. Because there's, uh, especially with Paramount Plus, there's a whole live TV function, not just your live CBS channel, but ET Live and sports and the Love Boat channel and different things. I mean, there's like 25 different channels on there as well. It's, it's part of the live function there. That's really kind of worth the three extra dollars right there as well. So great question, like it. But again, if you have a choice between paying for commercials or paying for not having commercials, I really just don't think there's a decision there. And again, this is streaming. We're we're in charge here. We can always change our minds. It's okay. You can always get the commercial free and try it and then go back to limited limited finger marks there, uh, quotation marks there. So that's just me. That's why it's me and my Roku. So the little missus is back with us today, and if you recall, last time uh, we had a little uh, discussion, and um, although the sound kind of clipped out a little bit, it was kind of hard to understand all that stuff. So what I did this time, I didn't do such a dastardly sometimes. If it's dastardly, if I tell you I'm going to do it, then I'm switching out your Roku for the Amazon Fire TV Cube. And so I had her use that for a week, and she's back here to give us a detailed blow by blow uh description of what happened and how it went and all that stuff so start right now well you know how we don't like change <laughs> well you don't just like change when I get used to the, just when i get used to the roku you switch it up on me so with that being said i have to admit i was a little reluctant at first to learn something new again um but i found it a little bit easier to use than what I thought I was going to get myself into. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, the remote wasn't bad. And That's always I, a huge thing, right? That the remote control. Because you, you had talked about on the um, Chromecast with Google TV that you, the it was too small or something. So this was okay. Yeah, this at least had all the buttons. It didn't have the circle where you get confused where everything is done by a circle. And if you don't hit it in the right spot, you're screwed. Okay. Um, so yeah, I did like the remote and then I guess after the fact is that I didn't need to use the remote because I could just use voice commands. Yes. You could say the A word. We won't say it out loud because it'll no. set things and off. But... I, I guess I was against that at first too, because I think it's, it gives us laziness. Yep. Breeds laziness. Uh, yes. However, I admit I kind of liked it after I started using it because it was a lot easier and us as Americans know that we are lazy and we try and get away with not doing lots of things. Well, we so, like to think that we're working smarter, not harder type of thing. Well, I think that's part of it. So we have, we have bits of laziness and all that stuff. I, I found it myself, the, the turning on and turning off part. That part I liked, and I, I still use it because now it's part of my three TV setup now. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's fine. It's smooth. It was it on our really 
great TV that we used it for yourself there. I, I found it was giving a, a, a white glaze type of thing. It was fine. It, the picture looked great, but it, this, it had this brightness to it that I didn't like, that I don't have on the TV downstairs. And for the, uh, but other than that, it's fine. It's got the Amazon interface that I'm not terribly crazy about. Once I find something, I, it's fine. Uh, if I know where I'm going, uh, yeah. and, um, the, but the, the part I'd like the most is like, especially downstairs with the three TV setup, I have uh, remotes for all three TVs and then a remote for each device, <laughs> the Google, the Chromecast, the Roku and, and, Ridiculous. and the, right. So when I'm trying to turn everything off, just to be able to say, Hey, turn off. That's, that's a really nice feature on it too. That's the part yeah. about it. I like, so it works perfectly yeah. for my purposes downstairs. It's a little overkill. But um, for, for that purpose. So, but I'm glad it wasn't um, hair pulling for you, at least. Yeah, no. And what did, what did I say when you were going to remove it? Um, remember? <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's like, said, don't. <laughs> oh, no, don't remove it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. But now that you're back to your Roku, how, are you fine again? Or should I get another one or put that one back for you? Oh, no. I Roku is it for me. Okay. I, I'm so used to it now that I can maneuver it. To how I mean, I can find things very easily and stuff, and because I'm so used to it now that I feel I like it like the back of my hand, you know. Yeah, it's it's familiar to me, and I like it, and I'm satisfied with it. So. And I I agree with you. That's how I always feel about. It. I like all these other devices; they're fine. Uh, it, but some people, I just think they just feel the need to complicate things. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. sometimes people just want their where they left off on their shows on their screen on the interface, and it's like on the Roku. I know exactly where to go. I know that I know need to go to Hulu. I know I need to go to Paramount Plus or whatever it yeah. is, and I just yeah. go there, and then they remember where I was, and I'm I'm fine. I don't know why yeah. it needs to be any more complicated than that. But anyway, exactly. That's right. us. Exactly. That's why exactly. it's me and my Roku and the little misses in her Roku. That's why it's. Yes. Well, Absolutely. thanks for uh, dropping back in again and uh, and coming back to us here. You're very welcome. Okay. There we are on okay. me and my Roku. Okay, this is the part of the program where I say, let's get together just a little closer. Now, with the pandemic and everything like that, and then getting COVID myself, it's been always kind of a, like, okay, not, not so close, but just, you know, let's just have a little chit-chat here. So let's just have a little chit-chat here, a little discussion. We'll talk about things a little more in depth this time than just saying thank you to uh, some people that make this whole podcast possible. Uh, this podcast is reaching a milestone here, so we're getting close to the 100th episode of me and my Roku. Yes, 100 episodes of me just coming along, just telling you what I do about something. Something that I want to say passionate about. This is something I enjoy. And the other thing I enjoy doing is this. And I've been doing podcasting since it started around 2005. I was encouraged by other people that were doing it. I got my start in radio way back in the late 80s. Caught my t teeth in it and enjoyed it and then was really glad to get out of it <laughs> and really was not um, in seeing where the business was going, um, not wanting out of it. I did the same thing with Radio Shack, saw where that was going and got out. It's fine. 
good experiences in both of them and met some wonderful people along the way. Uh, some I still kind of care about today and all that stuff. Anywho, uh, I went along and started doing this as a passion project and just wanted something to do. So I, I started, I don't know, three or four different podcasts. And a lot of that was done because just as tests and all that stuff. And that's why I used archive.org or the Internet Archive. And I've been doing that for now. So coming up on a hundredth episode, I can't thank archive.org enough for almost over 15 years of letting me do these things and really not asking for a lot in return other than once or twice a year saying, Hey, can you help us out a little bit? And which I gladly say, no problem. What do you need type of thing? So we want to thank them as we always do. The other part about this was just a little uh, openness, transparency about this. This is a labor of love for me. I don't do anything. Uh, I don't take anything to do this. This is I just do this because this is what I want to do. And this was the most, this is the thing that stuck <laughs> out of all of them. I did the radio affliction for years. I did bumming cousins. I did, uh, I've got a stupid question and a couple of other things that I just threw out there just to try. And that was the beauty of using the internet archive for that because I didn't know you know, what was going to make it, what wasn't type of thing. And this was just something simple. I didn't really need guests for it, which is something I still want to do. Maybe once we reach that century mark, uh, start doing it again, I got the equipment now to do that as well. That was another thing. So that's part of it. So I, I take nothing from this. So I get nothing from Roku to this. And that's another thing I've been thinking about is maybe changing the name of the podcast as well, because I still, the Roku is the most prevalent of the streaming devices that we use here, but we also do have an Apple TV. We still have a Google Chromecast with Google TV, and we have now a, a Amazon Fire TV Cube and a Samsung TV and Exignia TV with Fire TV in it. So there's more to that. And then I also, another passion of mine is music. <laughs> I stream a lot, a lot of music because I had the largest, well, I don't know about the largest, I mean, you know, we all know about music and all that stuff. When, if you grew up when I did in the mid seventies to early eighties and all that stuff, you collected a lot of music in that time. And I have quite a collection on stuff, but now I like to let go of it because I stream Apple, uh, Apple music, YouTube music, uh, and, uh, Sirius XM, which has Pandora then as well too. So there's more to talk about in those lines than just what's on the Roku and all that. So that's a consideration as well. I was farting around uh, waiting for a YouTube live stream. One of the things we like to do is we watch Brian Christopher Slots on YouTube. And he's a guy who goes to casinos across the country and locally. And he also does one online as well. And we were waiting for a live stream. It's just something that we enjoy doing. We go to casinos ourselves. I, we're not ashamed of it and all this stuff. I don't want to say we're gamblers. Well, yeah, we're gamblers. But we're I don't know if we're, you know... This is not what we do for a living type of thing. We do other things. Well, she's retired, but anyway, not the point. So uh, when we're waiting for that live stream to start there, notice the thing on YouTube about Brian Christopher and a scam and all that stuff. And it was about the online casino. So the one thing about it is if we are going to debate the merits and morals of an online casino, we can just stop right there because you just use your better judgment. on it. If you don't like something, don't do it. All right. Gambling 
is a casino a scam? You know, there's people out there who still think that, oh, I, I stopped the button right there. That's why I won type of thing. They don't understand the, you know, intricacies of a random number generator that's going on in these things. So your fate is decided just hitting a button. That's all there is to it, you know. But anyway, um, so, yeah, maybe it is, maybe not. I don't know. He's been around for six years doing this. Um, and if he broke some sort of uh, terms, uh, he would lose his whole business. His uh, YouTube would shut him down. Facebook would have to shut him down, all these things. So I doubt that he's going to do something that's going to hurt him terribly. And anything else along those lines. If he's getting paid to do with what he wants to do with it, I don't care. So what made me think about this is, is like, okay, you must be getting something from Roku and all that stuff and stuff. And so I just wanted to clear the air because before this podcast gets so popular, you just can't handle it anymore. I just want to be as transparent as possible to say that anything I do, because I, I mentioned one time that I owned $200 worth of stock on what, Apple and Disney and uh, Paramount and some of these things. These do not influence my decision. There's times for investing and there's time for streaming. And I don't let those two influence me whatsoever. I did sell my Disney stock. You don't need to know, but I'm just telling you because I share, like I said before, that's what I do. And, uh, and just because it doesn't meet my criteria for investing more. I like to buy, uh, long-term companies that are going to be there for long and pay dividends. And I reinvest those dividends. And if I do that for five, 10, 15, 20 years type of thing, that's what I, that's just me. All right. Other people want growth. Like we were talking about with Netflix earlier, they don't want a dividend on that. They don't want to pay the taxes on it. They just want the company to start at the bottom and rise to the top and kind of basically stay there. Maybe ebb and flow a little bit so you can get chips and chunks along the way and grow that way. And that's fine. That's just not how I do it type of thing. I don't like to, the only time I like companies at the very beginning is if I have a long-term company like GE is splitting into three different companies. So I buy a long established company thinking that they'll, if a chunk of that company becomes uh, too big, uh, then they have to spin it off. That's the kind of growth company that I'll, I will look towards too. Uh, Bristol Myers has done that in the past. There's a Zimmer group that has gone on to the gangbusters. So, and uh, IBM just split up. And they're both doing well right now. It's only been six months, but we'll see. Another 10 years, maybe there's two great companies there. That's how I do it. That's just me. I have to, I'm transparent about these things as much as I can. And I'm letting you know that uh, because one of the things he was talking about, I have used in the background here to get the gift cards that I use. So I looked into the company myself. It's called Chumba. And, you know... <laughs> Compared to online betting sites that are based out of Costa Rica or all these lines, it seems okay to me. And at the end of the year, we go to our accountant and we print off everything that we did on the, and we give it to, we give it to them. And he says, okay, here you go. This is what you have to pay, or this is what you don't have to pay, blah, 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 blah. So when it comes to online casinos and all that stuff, just use your best judgment. Probably don't is what I would actually say. But on the other hand, if you see something else to do and they're risking their career on it, um, Anything's worth a try once. Once a philosopher, twice a pervert, I've always said. So uh, long and short of it is the Internet Archives has been with me from the very beginning. And I've had offers from Blueberry and Libsyn and Spreaker. And I thank them very much. But I would have to spend all my time then on the advertising and not on the content. And so I, at, at least for this podcast here, that's what I want to do. 
And like I said before, I don't take anything from anybody. I don't have a Patreon either or take donations or anything along those lines either. I just do this and that's how it's going to be. So I hope nine minutes of your life weren't wasted on the, just me, just sharing with you how I operate around here and being as transparent if I, as possible on those things. If you have questions or anything along those lines, feel free to email me at me, my Roku podcast at gmail.com. So that's the story here. Almost 100 episodes of me and my Roku. Every day may not be good, but there is something good in every day. Okay, that was fun. Just clear the air there a little bit. Talk about some because I, I was when I was watching that, I was thinking, and maybe this is egotistical. I don't know, but <laughs> what if someone was making a YouTube video about me? <laughs> You know, and was saying that about me and my show and all that stuff. Says, well, Pete, he just talks about Peacock and because uh, he owns stock in that or in, or in Paramount. He likes Paramount because, you know, and he hates Netflix because he doesn't own Netflix. I was like, oh, hey, I, I just I tell you. And I, I try and tell you these things because I have found, you know, it doesn't make any difference what you say anyway. So I might as well just tell you everything because <laughs> you probably won't believe me anyway, even if. You you can come out there and say the one hundred percent truth about something, and no one will believe you. You know, it was it was the whole thing. Uh, I remember Robert Schuler, the preacher, a TV evangelist, and it didn't matter what you said to him. You could come out to conclusive evidence that God doesn't exist, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I don't care." So what's the point? So I was just like, uh, I I could tell you whatever, and uh, so I could tell, like I said about Netflix earlier, I could tell you everything about Netflix and, and what's going wrong with it, and how it's overvalued and all that stuff. And you'd be like, yeah, I don't care. Bridgerton's on. <laughs> so anyway, so he, he, I'm, it's okay to talk about these things and and question things because one, the other point about this too, I didn't want to go too much into detail on it, is that person that was saying that was just, and was using SEO in the headline and all that stuff about being a scam and all that stuff, just to try and get hits himself. So it's neither here nor there. It's not the, and not to say that he didn't make some excellent points. One in particular was that how can you say that you're winning these things when it says right in the bylaws that any affiliate or employer thing, like that, if you're getting paid for that, you don't qualify for the sweepstakes winnings. I thought, hey, that's a good point. That's a good question. But does that mean that the whole company is a scam and all that stuff too? Or is he's actually doing anything wrong? I would say that's not for anyone else to decide. That's it. Anyway, hey, kids, we got news notes and stuff. How about that? Get back to me and my Roku here. Peacock to stream horse racing triple crown before Fox takes the Belmont Stakes rights. Ooh, so there's breaking up the triple crown. Interesting. That could be confusing to viewers, but hey, that's okay. So your last chance here to get all three races of the Triple Crown will be streamed on Peacock. Peacock, sneaky good, okay? Especially when it comes to sports. Uh, they also had a big hit with WrestleMania. 
proved to be a big hit for streaming and for engagement for Peacock. So I, I'm way past my uh, wrestling phase in my life, uh, but it does need a home, and Peacock is as good as any. I know they had their own app, the WWE, for a long time, and it just got merged into Peacock, and it's fine. It's actually got its own section on the tabs on the upper right-hand corner, I believe. So good for them. Uh, report. Re- Warner Brothers uh, halts CNN Plus marketing. Is this the beginning end for the streamer? Well, it just began. So do we really, and where did this report come, uh, come from again? Uh, CNBC, a competitor again, uh, who knows who cares? Um, they just got started. Now, the other thing I will say that now that the merger between Warner brothers discovery is that maybe this wasn't part of their plans altogether though. This was the former CEO of Warner or at least of CNN. That was, this was his big pet project. And then they got rid of him for whatever reasons that they wanted to. Um, so it can come and go. I'll be fine either way. Uh, another report, 80% of us households used a streaming service in quarter one, 2022. Okay. <laughs> uh, report NFL Sunday ticket to Apple TV plus may be done deal. Well, when it becomes a done deal, we'll talk about it more, but it does beg the question. If the NFL Sunday ticket comes to Apple TV plus, would you get it? Hmm. I might have to do this, the, the stroking of the chin because I shaved my goatee during COVID and um, I haven't grown it back yet, but I used to like to stroke my beard. It was a good tell if I was a poker player, if I was stroking my beard. Um, and they, they took Apple credits for it too. I would have to maybe think about it, but I last, well, I don't know, four or five years now, just been using Red Zone and that's fine for me. Uh, that's where we go. Uh, deal alert. We talked about this on the last program, but now, so this is one of those things where they can't miss you if you don't go away, but this is for new subscribers. So if you, uh, are new to sling, you can get 50% off your first month and DVR plus free. And then it says just 1750. So here we go again. This is my problem with these, um, places that report on streaming and stuff like that. They, They give sling a lot of. I think undue credit for this. Oh, Sling is only $35. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) Because, okay, think about it this way. Uh, Subway, you can get a a foot-long sandwich, okay? Or you can get half a sandwich, the six-inch, if you don't feel like you need it, or you can get the foot-long and save it for later or anything along those lines. But Sling, orange and blue, is just half a sandwich, and I just really think that needs to be discussed more and said more in these things when you're offering deals and all that stuff. So Sling has a lot of options for you to either save money or go through the roof. Because when you want to get all the services that all the other ones offer, it's either the same price or actually just a little bit more depending on the service that you want, the, the network you want. So that's fine that they offer to split your sandwich up. And they're offering either a foot long or a six inch because no one else is really doing that. And I get that. That's part of the allure. But let's not advertise it as the fact that, oh, Sling is such a great deal because you only get paid this much. But when you really add all the ingredients that you want, then it comes out a lot more. So I think that just me. That's why it's me and my Roku. Uh, That's how I feel about it. So Sling, it's okay. I may 
even consider it again. The NFL draft is coming up, and I may not want a whole bunch of things. I might get a Sling Orange if I want ESPN coverage of it, or I might get Sling Blue if I want the NFL Network. I have choices, and I may choose not to do either one as well. I might just follow it on Twitter, which is what I've been doing for the last few years. Anyway, so uh, last week, because uh, I haven't done this yet on the show here. Yeah. Last week we talked about baseball on different services and all that. Not just the MLB TV app, but Apple TV Plus and Peacock and all that stuff. Well, remember, the last couple of years they've been on YouTube. And then when they're on YouTube, they're only on YouTube. Well, that deal is back. 15 games uh, for 2022 on YouTube for free. So all you have to do is get the YouTube app, their own announcers, their own coverage of it, not a, a relay of uh, regional network. So coming back, for, oh, it's only 15 games, people. And so if your team ends up as part of that, it's just a lucky draw. Like sometimes an NFL team has to go to London. You know, that might be you. But they cover all the games now anyway, so it doesn't really matter anyway. So anyway, with that note, uh, getting a little itchy, a little twitchy, I should get back to me and my Roku. I want to thank you for uh, joining me today and letting me spoot out uh, different things, just being trying to be as transparent as possible about things. But that's what we live for here. And uh, um, But I want to thank I want to thank the Internet Archive for providing the bandwidth of this podcast and all my podcasts since 2005. So check out the Internet Archive today at archive.org. Another thing I didn't talk about again, too, Another some people may say, well, they're a scam. Swagbucks.radioaffliction.com. That's one of the things I use in the background, too, to get gift cards uh, so that these services don't come out of my pocket. These are just things that I do, and you don't have to do them. I just tell you what I do. And some of these things I don't tell you about unless I'm being transparent for 10 minutes. <laughs> but the way, the only thing that I ask out of anybody here is the one follow me on Twitter if you wish follow me on Instagram at Pierre Argyle and the only thing I, I don't ask for donations I don't say hey can you do this can you do that or, well I ask you to check out the internet archive I do do that but all I ask is that you subscribe to the me and my Roku podcast and I will tell you that and then I will give you a list each episode to subscribe to the me and my Roku podcast on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Stitcher Spreaker Spotify tune in Amazon Music, Ghana, Gia Savin, Himalaya, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartMedia, Podbean, Pandora, and, of course, Odyssey. And you may uh, give me questions, comments all along those lines as well. Email me at meandmyrokupodcast at gmail.com. And the last thing that I'll ever ask out of you is I hope that you will enjoy you and your Roku as much as I'm enjoying me and my Roku and I'll be back with you real soon. That's it. It's over. It's all over. Damn, I don't have any balls. It really makes you want to shout out, this is good. This is real.